What's up, everybody? We're back. The boys are back in town. 7.19 a.m. Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. March 29th, 2020. Man, I'm way too pumped up right now for this time. This time on Sunday. Feels like the whole... The whole valley is asleep at 7 a.m. on a Sunday, especially on Quarantine Sunday. Hope you all are having a great quarantine out there. Oh, my goodness. I'm back once again. Another day, another podcast. I'm really stepping it up over here, over here in Northridge at the new A Star is Born HQ in the San Fernando Valley. In Los Angeles, California. <laughs> I like it when people say Los Angeles. Los Angeles. I mean, I'm over here. Hey, I'm over here in Los Angeles. Hey, guy. I'm over here in Los Angeles. Alright, I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> I'm just having fun already, man. Man, I'm pumped. I'm just... Gosh, I'm just... I don't know why I'm so pumped up, but who knows, man? It's just so interesting. I'm I'm interested. I mean, I know that people are like, lots of people are hurting, you know? Lots of people are hurting out there, man. Gotta, I'll have to make an Imagine video or something to something original. Make a, do another Beatles song. I like silly love songs. That's a good... Wait, that's not Beatles. That's Wings. That's a good song, though. I like silly songs. <laughs> I like silly songs. Wait, I'm trying to think how it goes. I love you. I love you. Gonna have silly love songs. It's a good song. Here's a few other good songs. This is good, a good segue. Here's some song recommendations for you. So, Silly Love Songs is one of them. I like Mac Miller. Mac Miller's still putting out music. And he's been dead for a year and a half. How does that work? Where was he hiding all these songs? That's what I don't get. That's what I want to know. Where's Mac Miller hiding all the songs? How do you keep putting out music a year and a half after you die? And who's putting it out? Probably his estate or something, or his producers. But he's putting out good songs, too. Who knows, man? <laughs> I don't know how it works. Like, I don't get... If you have all those songs backlogged... That's something that I thought about with podcasts is I don't like when podcasters backlog their podcasts. So then so then they have to make a little announcement before it starts. They have to be like this is before the the virus outbreak. So so we didn't talk about it at all cuz I recorded this back in November. I'm just releasing it at the end of March. I don't at the at the Ides in the Ides of March, I mean, come on now, 
come out. It's, <laughs> I, I heard, uh, I was watching one of Theo's videos. God, I'm just obsessed with, Theo Vaughn's like my new favorite. He might be my new favorite comedian. I mean, it's always Bert. Bert's always my dude, though. But I love it when Theo says, Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on. But yeah, I don't like it when podcasters backlog their podcasts. I All the best ones, though, the best podcasters who are really on top of their game, they always release it day of. They always record day of and release it day of because they need to talk about any current news. You need to address stuff. I mean, I just don't, I don't get it. It just seems outdated and there's no reason to get mad about it, but it's just, I think that podcasts, they need to be set free. You need to release it, set it free. It's like love. You love someone, set it free, right? Um, oh, also this morning, another random thing. Then I'll talk about some more songs. But I just did this. It's called grounding. It's when you walk on grass. It's when you walk on grass or dirt barefoot. It feels real, especially when it's wet grass. It just because it is supposed to connect you, kind of back with it sounds really hippie <laughs> some really hippie dippy Topanga Canyon stuff <clears throat> some what's that called woo 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 signs but yeah it's supposed to connect you with the earth and it's supposed to relax you and release your stress and yeah I love it. it feels so it just feels good I love just walking on wet grass <clears throat> barefoot that's my that's my jam if I could just walk everywhere, everywhere in my house is just wet grass at all times. If I'm ever, if I'm ever a billionaire, because I think you have to be really rich to pay for this. I would just have grass. Oh, that'd be cool. Instead of, instead of carpet or hardwood floors, that'd be so <laughs> What if you had grass inside your house? What? That's some rich people stuff. And then you have misters. You have a bunch of misters that come down. And they spray Sierra Mist. And then you just put your mouth up to it. And drink all the Sierra Mist. I need to get a sip of water. It's actually coffee. It's actually that coffee. I actually got that coffee. I wonder if LeBron hates Sierra Mist. Kind of Sprite's rival, isn't it? Alright, is there anything else I was going to say here? So I got a couple note cards. I just got note cards. Oh yeah, this is just a random... So, back to the whole virus. Virus. I think you just need to watch out for fear-mongering people. in the Like whether it's in the news... Or sometimes it's podcasts you listen to. Like one of my favorite. I know I always say that everyone's my favorite. I have a lot of favorites. I like. I think it's good to like a lot of stuff. It's not It's not good to. I don't keep track of stuff I don't like. Just because I, I ignore that stuff. 
So I don't even address it. I don't even have to, you don't have to consume, especially nowadays, when everything is your choice. You don't have to consume stuff that you don't like. Because you can just choose to listen to stuff you like. You just turn the podcast, you just turn the podcast off right now. (laughs) You're like, well, you gave me the option. No, no, that's not what I meant. Um, but yeah, there's so many choices, but I also read a book by Barry Schwartz. It's kind of a sociological book and psychological. It's called the paradox of choice. So I think the main point of the book is, is when there's too many choices, it confuses us and then we get what's it called paralysis of like choice we get choice paralysis is that I think what he calls it so we can't make a decision when there's like 50 different candy bars on the wall but I think he said the optimal number it was like five maybe so that's that's one of the things that when people when they get onto Netflix and then they get they get paralysis of choice. They get par- the paradox of choice. Because there's thousands of things you can watch on Netflix. So, And then I've done that before. Where I just spend like 20 minutes scrolling through. And I just never even choose anything. Just frozen by choice. But that's... Because that's what we have now in our society is... There's, there's a hundred different options of every single thing. Because once the most successful thing gets made, then a hundred other people want to hop on board that success train. Try to get a piece of that cake. All right, but I was talking about fear-mongering. Fear, yeah, so fear-mongering. So I, I just, I personally, I don't even follow the news at all. I just get the news from podcasts. And they podcast because like the Adam Carolla show, they have the news section. So they talk about the news every day. Ah, I need to take a breath. (laughs) Sometimes I just do that thing where I just keep talking. I just keep talking and don't breathe. Um, Yeah, fear mongering people. Because one of my favorite... She used to be the news girl on Adam Carolla, Allison Rosen, and on her podcast with Greg Fitzsimmons, it's called Childish. Um, they Allison, Allison was like, I don't know. It might be eighteen months that people are locked down in their homes, and that's what the definition of fear mongering is, because she has no idea. Like she, like nobody has any idea how long, like this could, this could all be over a month from now. We could, everything could be back to, I wouldn't be that shocked. I wouldn't be surprised at all if everything's back to normal in a month. But I mean, I don't know. But then again, I don't, (laughs) there's, I mean, there's obviously no way that people are going to be, like people are saying, 
people are going to have to start leaving to just start going to work again in bits and pieces. People are going to start going back to work. But that's not what this podcast is about. This Everyone else is talking about that stuff. This isn't about the news or current events or any of that stuff. But if I had to guess, I think Joey Coco Diaz was guessing May 1st is when he thought that he would do stand-up comedy again. I think that's that's a pretty good guess, May 1st. That's a full month from now, over a month from now, for everything to chill out a little bit, calm down. So, but I'm, it all comes back to whether you're an optimistic or pessimistic person. And I'm always Mr. Brightside. That's the first, I think that's the only karaoke song I've ever sang. Because I'm Mr. Brightside. I'm Mr. Brightside. Started out with a cruise, and now I'm doing just fine. <laughs> um, the Killers. The Killers. I was just going to say The Killers. That'd be a good, a good name for a rap group. <laughs> Doesn't it sounds more like a rap group? I sound like a old white man when I say that. A, a rap group. <laughs> yeah, is that one of those rap groups? One of those, one of those hip hop teams. <laughs> Are you guys one of those hip hop squads? A squad? <laughs> uh, the Killers. That would be a good. That'd be a cool name. That's a. That is a really cool name for a rap group. Dang, but it's already taken. It's already a successful alternative rock band. Alrighty. Oh yeah, we're going to talk, speaking of bands, Mac Miller songs here. So here's some songs. They're not all Mac Miller, but I'm a big Mac Miller fan. I've became more of a Mac Miller fan since he died. Well, I think that's a lot of people, but I was a fan before. But I, I used to be a big Mac Miller fan back in high school. Because that's when he was really popping. Or maybe maybe not even high school. It was actually freshman year. Freshman year college. Mac Miller was popping. He's, he's popping. Alright, so here's... I, I listen to all these on YouTube... So we got Mac Miller, Good News, and Right, and 2009, and 88 Keys. Those are some good songs. And then The Shins, I love The Shins. Saw them live with my dad back in, speaking of freshman year, college. It was freshman year in Bend, Oregon. Right in the middle of Oregon. Did a little road trip. To the middle of Oregon. Bend is cool though. Bend's a cool town. Next to Sun River. Lots of snow though. You gotta like that snow. That's the one thing about living down here. I kind of... I don't miss the snow. I don't miss the snow. Alright. Bare Naked Ladies. Love, love the Bare Naked Ladies. Some fantastic, and this on it's called the bathroom sessions. So, Ed and Steven 
just kind of did a, an acoustic set in the bathroom. It's pretty cool. Um, let's oh, DVSN. I don't know if it's Division or just DVSN, but I think it's a name of a rapper, and the song's called "No Crying in the Club." Or actually, it's just called No Crying. But that's what the chorus is. No crying in the club. No crying in the club. Boom, 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 boom. You know I wasn't love, girl. I know you wasn't love, girl. They said no crying in the club. <laughs> Man, I got that. I got that high register at early in the morning. No crying in the club. <laughs> no crying in the club. <laughs> um, Hobo Johnson. I like Hobo Johnson. I just discovered him last fall. I happiness. I like how I say I discovered. Like I'm the record producer. I just I hold up the phone. I was I was watching him and then I, I hold up the phone like in Back to the Future. You gotta listen to this. <laughs> uh I don't know why this I hold up my iPhone. It's in the garage. Uh I love Back to the Future though. Alright, Hobo Johnson, Happiness, New Mover Awayer, and Dear Labels. And he did a kind of a cool thing where he filmed it in, I think it's his friend's backyard. But it's pretty cool. It's just, it's very low-key and underproduced. I like, I like raw stuff like that. Stuff that's not overproduced. I'm interested in that movie Tangerine. Because it was filmed... All on iPhones. That's what it's known for. I think that'll that'll happen a lot more in the next in the future. There's gonna be a lot more popular movies that were filmed on iPhones. Cause why not? It's cheap, it's cheaper, it's easy. You only need a few people. Everyone's gone everyone has an iPhone, right? I don't know. Uh, Lil Dicky. Big fan of Lil Dicky. Sway Freestyle. Oh yeah, he has two freestyles on Sway in the Morning. What? That's a Sirius XM show, Sway. So he has one from last summer and then one from like four years ago. And they're both... I'll let you be the judge of which one's better. They're both really good. I kind of like the the more recent one is goofier. Because he's way more confident. And he's looser. Because in the first one, he was kind of coming up. He was still... He's still on, on, the, on the come up. On the hustle. Alright. And then last one here. Mariah Carey. Always be my baby. Always be my baby. I will love you, babe. I don't know the lyrics to that one. 
I need to, I put it on my favorites, so now I'll, I'll watch it on TV, but I need to watch that one like 10 times over the next few weeks, get those lyrics down, cause you'll always be my baby, I will love you so, ooh, ain't nothing at all, <laughs> do nothing and nothing but Use nothing cause you'll always be my baby And I love you so Ooh And can't say nothing That's a good song Oh and Oh How does that I just added this one Christina Aguilera Was it Christina? Yeah Christina Aguilera Remember Christina Aguilera back in the day? That was a long time. That was like early 2000s. But she has a song, Beautiful. I'm trying to think. I'm really trying to rack my brain. Because they did it on an episode of Glee that I just saw. I'm really thinking right now. This is fresh. (laughs) I don't want to look it up, though. I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. We'll just let it come to me organically over the next rest of this episode. All right, so I'm going to get a sip of coffee. I'm just trying to really, because it's, you are beautiful in every single way. No. Words can't bring me down. Oh, you are beautiful in every single way. No words won't bring me down. Dude, do you see that? (laughs) That seriously just popped into my head right there. See, I told you that would, I told you that would come to me. That was that was beautiful. God dang. That's gonna bring me to tears. <laughs> that was awesome. I was just I got a sip of coffee and I just thought for one second. I just thought, I just really thought for one second. Cause you are beautiful in every single way. Oh words well. Bring me down. You are beautiful. And also, uh, Professor Shu and Aunt Neil Patty Harris. Patty Harris did. I'm just going to start calling him Patty Harris. Just forget the Neil. They did Dream On. Oh my God. Speaking of. Oh! Oh, that reminds me. What a great segue. Speaking of Miracle, I was going to talk about some of the best speeches, some of the best movie speeches. And that's one of them. Kurt Russell. God, that was an amazing segue. Kurt Russell and Miracle. If you guys want to watch me do that, I did the whole speech from memory. I memorized that speech just for no reason. Just in my room. Actually, well, not for no reason. Because I'm an American. That's why, that's why I memorized that speech. 
Because I'm an American. And that's... If you haven't seen Miracle, you really need to... You really need to watch... <laughs> I can't I can't recommend the movie Miracle highly enough. It came out 2004. It's it's the most American movie of all time. It's about it's about one of the greatest moments in American sports history. 1980 US defeats Soviet Union hockey. It's the only time that's funny. The only time our country has ever cared about hockey is when we beat the Russians, the Soviets. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> this is your time. Now go out there and take it. That's just the end of the speech. But yeah, it's on my YouTube. I should post that on... I wonder if I can post it on... Instagram. Yeah, I should do that. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Post my little miracle speech on Instagram. I did that way back in August. Which seems recent, but it's actually... It was over seven months ago. God, time flies. <laughs> Everyone always says that. Such a cliche. Such a cliche. It's a straight up cliche. John Cleish, <laughs> my favorite comedic actor, John Cleish. All right. So, yeah, here are best speeches. Let's go through best speeches. Then we'll go through. Man, this thing's already almost over. Let's just go through the best speeches right now. There's no time limit. I like how I always act like there's some, like I have like a grumpy producer in the corner of the room. Who's sipping coffee and reading a newspaper? He's got glasses. I don't know. He's got to have glasses. He's balding. He's got a polo. <laughs> now I'm just describing my dad. <laughs> now I'm just describing my dad. You know, you know, balding, glasses, polo, and my dad's, he's always grumpy in the morning. You know those people? You know those people who are grumpy in the morning? But I mean he's not he's not grumpy always, but he's uh he's a morning grump. I wonder if that's I'm not saying my dad doesn't he doesn't drink all the time. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not accusing him of I'm not accusing him of being an alcoholic or anything. I don't know. I have no idea how much he drinks. I just know that I mean, he drinks like, he's like a recreational, you know, he'll have a, a dad beer, as we call it, you know, remember, he used to call it a dad beer, but then really, it's, it's really a, like a 16, like a tall boy of IPA, of like nice IPA, which is, those are always, those are always real, if I ever drink beer, if I ever drink beer, I always want an IPA. That's where the Northwest comes out in me. But why was I talking about my dad drinking? Because that's that's why you're a morning grump. That's what I meant. That's why I was going to tie it all back together. 
See? Didn't I? Oh, I need a stretch. God dang. God dang. Oh, good Lord. Jeez. I'm stretching my... I'm stretching all... Oh, my God. I feel so good. I d- definitely recommend doing the same. I'm just sitting on my bed right now and just stretching my legs. Oh, excuse me. I got the coffee burps. I got these coffee gargles inside me. That's what it feels like. It's not even burps. It's just like these coffee gargles. (laughs) That's such a gross way to describe it. Coffee gargle. A coffee gargle. That sounds like a good AIM instant messenger screen name. (laughs) Coffee gargle 22. (laughs) Mine was clean shorts 22. With a Z at the end. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. It would have been cool if I did, instead of 2-2, if I did capital Z, capital Z. Like ZZ Top. Dang, that would have been cool. But then it would just look like clean shorts, sleep. Because it would have been ZZZ. Isn't that... I was about to say, isn't that funny how ZZ Top is one Z away from sleep top? That's think you ever think about that? They're just one Z away from being a sleepy band. A sleepy, a sweepy band. Alright, but yeah. <laughs> so yeah, my dad's a morning grump, but it I it it got your jaka. I, I, I just kept starting sentences. I was like, I think it just, it all ties into, to drinking. Not that I don't, I don't think he definitely doesn't drink every day, but it all ties back to it. If you drink more days than not, then that's, that's gonna, that's gonna, take a toll over the years I mean I don't know because I know that I know that my dad he works out pretty hard like I ever since my whole life he's always been really he's he exercises like tough because he was a he was a state champion in the 800 meters in Montana in Montana, uh, good old Montana from good old Bozeman. But oh, that's another thing. That's a reason why. Because every because drinking is in the culture of Montana. Like drinking is in your blood if you come from Montana. I'm surprised my mom doesn't drink more, because she doesn't. My mom doesn't drink that much. I don't think. I don't think, but she's from, my mom's from Montana, so it's just, it's, you're born and raised, you're raised on drinking there, because <laughs> like, there's no, nobody's going to tell you what to do, you can, I mean, I'm sure all the time when my parents were in high school, they probably just drove out to an open field and just got drunk. That's what you do in Montana. 
you just go out to an open field. Oh yeah, you do, uh, what do you do? Tailgate parties, where all the people with all their pickup trucks, they back them, they back them in a circle. Man, that's some real, that's some high plains, high plains partying. Because <laughs> Mon- that's the thing about Montana, is you're not going to get caught. You'd have to be so bad at drinking to get, I don't know. who. Yeah, because it's just so much open space. So I'm sure there's probably a lot of, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people who, there's a lot of people who drink everywhere underage. But especially in Montana, I bet. I bet it's rampant in Montana. It's like Italy. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the Italy of Italy of the Rocky Mountains. <clears throat> Rocky Mountains. All right. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. I'm just getting way off. But yeah, don't you don't you think that I think being grumpy like because I know from. Yeah, the morning is rough. If you're ever hungover, that's a rough time. And yeah, <laughs> it's now it just sounds like I'm calling my my father a, an alcohol, a drunk or something. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I'm saying if you, you don't have to drink a lot over, I mean, because my dad's 57. So that means... He's probably been drinking for 40 years, you know, coming up on 40 years. So, yeah, I don't know why I'm talking about drinking. Just because just you don't have to drink every day. You don't have to drink every day. But if you do, if you drink more days than not, then that that's going to, that's a lot of drinking over the years. You know, I mean, more days than not. <laughs> I keep saying more days than not. So that's like uh four days out of the week. If you had if you had alcohol four days out of the week, that's gonna really add up. I mean I, everyone knows that. It's just that's why I don't drink that much. I just I stay away. I just don't even buy it. That's how I don't do it. Is I don't because I'm obviously gonna I'll drink if I bring it into the house. Sure, of course I'll drink. But it's a lot cheaper, too, just to not buy it. Because alcohol is expensive, too. And I'm not I'm not the person who's going to drink... Uh, like, I, I rarely drink hard alcohol. I would only do that for, like, a party occasion. Or like a wedding or something. Something fun. Like I got real... Oh my gosh. <laughs> One time where I had way too much. I th- What was I drinking that night? Oh, I think I was drinking Lagunitas IPA. It was the IPA that got me. Oh, baby. It was probably 7%er. But... Gosh, I'll just, here, we'll just go through the rest of these speeches next episode. So we'll just do that one speech. Yeah, it was like a 7% percent 
Lagunitas IPA back at back in August 2014 at my cousin Brett's wedding over in Richmond, Vir- Richmond, Virginia. Over there in the south. That's over there in the south over there. NASCAR country, baby. It's NASCAR country. Man, NASCAR country. NASCAR, man. (laughs) I wish. God, that'd be so fun to be a fan of NASCAR. Being a fan of NASCAR seems like a really fun thing. Like, I want to just get excited for the race. I want to just walk into a room and be like, gosh, gosh, man. Gosh, gosh, NASCAR's on, man. Kind of a half whisper. Man, NASCAR's on, man. <laughs> man, Talladega. You kidding me? Man. Dang. NASCAR's on. That's it. You just walk into every room you walk into. You're Hey. NASCAR's on. <laughs> NASCAR's on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I don't know why it's funny. It sounded funny. That's so it's so hacky to make fun of the South. I'm not making fun of I'm not even making fun of the South. Everybody does a southern accent, right? <laughs> Sounds like I'm just justifying it now. Why why is that? Why is it in our it's in our second nature as Americans to make fun of Maybe it's because of slavery. I think it all comes back to slavery. Right? Because nobody cares if you make fun of Southerners. Nobody cares. I Do Southerners get mad? I don't think they even know. <laughs> do, they, do they even realize that we're making fun? <laughs> I just make it. I make it sound like they have no internet down there. God, that's hilarious. I don't know. I that's I never thought of that, but I just pieced it all together. <sighs> Cause think about all the all the regions, all the accents. Uh, Americans everyone makes fun of the southern accent. Just universally. But also people make fun of Boston. They like making fun of the Boston accent too though. I'm trying now I'm trying to think if I what's what's up bro? How you doing man? <laughs> dude that's dude that's wicked awesome bro. You just say Boston stuff, I guess. Man, get in the car. Man, I left my phone in the car, man. Dude, bro, guy. Hey guy, I left my phone in the car. Yeah, you watch that Sox game? You watch that NASCAR, bro? <laughs> a, a Boston guy who's a NASCAR fan? <laughs> a Boston guy who's a NASCAR fan. You watch that race, bro? Hey, man, you watch that Daytona, bro? God, that's wicked. That Jimmy Johnson's wicked, man. All right, this thing has gone off the rails. It's over. Oh, yeah, I, I was just talking about getting too drunk at my cousin's wedding. What's the end of that story? So the the end of the story is, oh, and I, I, I would recommend never smoke cigars. Never smoke a cigar, especially if you're drinking. God, but just in general, 
I don't see any point. I would never smoke a cigar. I would never do it again. It's just so disgusting. They're so gross and overrated. And people who, like Bill Burr, Bill Burr's like addicted to cigars. And that's the, that's the lamest addiction ever. That's, <laughs> right? Am I, am I the only one who thinks that's, that's some dad stuff? That's a dad addiction. A dad, a dad addiction. That's a dad addiction. <laughs> a dad addiction. Cigars? Cigars? <laughs> say it like, say it like Brendan Schaub. Cigars? You, you, you're smoking cigars? Seriously though, that's like pick it up. Come on. Like it doesn't even get you hot. You're not going to get high. You you won't get you won't get stoned. You're not like I just cracked myself up so much. But I don't know why that made me laugh so much. You're not going to get stoned from it. <laughs> why would you do that? It's so dumb. Smoking cigars is so dumb. It's just I think it's dumb. But well, I mean, I, I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. And it's terrible. It's bad for you. It's really bad for your lungs. Really bad for you. It must be the equivalent of 20 or 30 cigarettes. I'm sure it's something like that, probably. I don't know the science on that. Remember hookah? Oh, my gosh. When I went to Western, Western Washington, uh, everyone hookahed. Everyone was doing hookah. In the dorm rooms, people were doing hookah. It was so... I I did a little bit. I did a little bit. But that hookah is so disgusting. Ugh. Ugh. I guess I just don't like tobacco. I'm just not a tobacco person at all. Because the hookah is the equivalent of about 30 cigarettes or something, something like that. Something ridiculous that hookah should be illegal. Why is that? How is hookah illegal? Or I mean, how is hookah legal? Why are there? Oh my gosh. I went to a hookah bar. Oh my gosh. Never go to a hookah bar. (laughs) Such a sad place. There's just couches everywhere. It's probably just Cheetos, just bags of Cheetos stuffed in those couches. Just weird stains on them and stuff. And then just, man, if you went to a hookah bar now, if you want to feel old, go to a hookah bar. Or I think it's called a hookah lounge. Because I think, yeah, you definitely have to be 21 to go in there. But everyone in there is... Like exactly twenty, everyone's exactly twenty one. It's a, it's definitely a young person's sport. But why I'm I'm thinking about it right now. For some reason, I think no hookah bars. That's probably eighteen. Cause wait, cause hookah is tobacco, and tobacco is, tobacco's eighteen and up. Yeah, so, that's why. Cause I was thinking, I was like. I went to the hookah lounge when I was like 19, back when 
back when Mitchell, Mitch Vido and Kevin McShane and Ryan Morgan all used to, they used to go to Everett Community College. They also, everyone used to play baseball. Pretty much the whole Bothell baseball team that won state, the 2011 state champions, pretty much that whole team went and played for Everett Community College. And yeah, I used to always hang out with with those guys at their apartment up there. We used to play Madden. That was fun. <laughs> Those are some good times. Man, that's funny. <laughs> we used to play Madden. Yeah. Not smoke hookah, though. Just hookah's terrible. All right. This thing's over. We're going to make it a pocket pod. We're going to wrap it. Oh, yeah. Let's just wrap up that that final story. I, I, I need to finish the... So the the rich my cousin's wedding, so we oh my god I smoked a cigar, and I I'm sad, man. This means that you had too much fun. But after I smoked the cigar, I don't remember for a little bit, <laughs> for a little bit. But then, but then my brother, my brother like, he, he was he must have been drunk too, cause he. <laughs> Cause he, I I have no idea why he did this. Why would you do this to someone, someone who's absolutely wasted? But he was, I mean, I guess this, this is like an older brother thing to do. But he was, I'm pretty sure he was choking me. <laughs> I I woke I woke up I I awoke to being choked, cause I just remember, I remember just, just everything my whole world just zooming back into focus and I was just like <coughs> I, I was making those noises I, <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't breathe and I was like whoa and I and yeah that's what happened so I <laughs> so I have no idea and we were we ended up in downtown Richmond got Downtown Richmond was pretty fun. There's some wild times. That was some wild times. Dang. God, that's crazy. God, downtown Richmond. Speaking of slavery, though, that's where the Confederate Museum is. We went, we went there. We went, <laughs> we, went to the, we went to the Confederate Museum. Oh, my God. I wonder... Yeah, I mean, nothing wrong with that, I guess. You gotta... Wait, was it the Confederate Museum? Or it was... Remember Jefferson? That's his name, Jefferson Davis. That was the... Jefferson Davis was the Confederate president. Man, you guys are getting a history lesson this episode. Bet you didn't expect that. But, man, wait, I I still gotta read the rest of this Spark Joy at Work. I'm just going to push this thing to an hour. Let's just push it to an hour. It'll still be a pocket pod, right? We'll we'll still make it a pocket pod. But <laughs> why do you guys, you guys don't care. You're already listening to it. I've already decided what to name it by this point. So I don't know what I'm worrying about. You definitely don't need to worry about it. <laughs> All right. So Jefferson Davis was the Confederate president. And 
we went in his house. I think, I'm pretty sure that's where the Confederate Museum was. I think it it was doubled as Jefferson Davis's house. But it was pretty interesting. I mean, it's, you just, I guess you just gotta see both sides of the story. You have to, you have to go see all of history. You can't, what am I trying to say? You can't be biased in, like, it's history. It's not, it's not present. It doesn't represent, like, like I, like, I like those people who do, they do a 23 and Me, and then they find out that their ancestors were slave owners, and then, then they have to do a really long apology post on Instagram. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for what my ancestors did. That's just so ridiculous to me. I mean, not, not that, I'm not, that sounds like I'm racist or something. Now it sounds like a white supremacist. <laughs> Excuse me. You get a sip of coffee. No, I mean, what was I trying to say? Oh, yeah. You just, you can't control, nobody can control anything that happened before they were born. And it's, it's, it's kind of useless. Not useless, but it's kind of foolish to think that, I mean, I don't now, I wouldn't be against, I'm, I'm not against, like, a form of, some form of reparations. <laughs> Man, this is getting into some, some, uh, economical, societal issues. No, I'm not, I'm not against, like, some form of reparations. But, I'm not, I'm not walking, I'm not one of those people. You know who, who's annoying to me? Now it just sounds like I'm going to be really privileged. It's about it sounds like I'm about to be privileged here, but I I never apologize for who I am. Like you don't need to apo- I don't need to apologize for being a straight white male. What cis male? Is that what it's called? Is it a cisgender? What's it called? Cisgen- <laughs> Is cisgender a thing? Cisgender, that just makes it sound like a girl, like sister, cisgender, (laughs) that was a dad joke, that was a dad joke, brought to you by coffee, brought to you by coffee, (laughs) good old fashioned coffee, no, but I'm, I'm just not interested in doing a 23andMe, like, I just don't care, I really don't care, and I'm not, I'm not going to give, I mean, I'm not really a a conspiracy theorist. Excuse me. I mean, sometimes I am a conspiracy theorist, but I, I feel I don't really need to give them my DNA like for no reason. Just give some random company all my DNA. (laughs) I'm not really a conspiracy theorist, but it just seems so unnecessary and very, it's narcissistic, doing it, like, nobody cares, who cares what your ancestors did 500 years ago, I really, I don't care, I, does that, maybe it makes me sound ignorant, but, 
I care oh I care more about the future than the past. Ready to drop that bomb on you right there? Wasn't that wasn't that a pretty good thought bomb? <laughs> thought bomb. Like T H O T like girls thought bombs. <laughs> uh no I like the most annoying people in society are the the people who are like me people who are straight white males cisgender males <laughs> cisgender males but then they go around apologizing and pretending to be feminists and and going on a, an apology tour for like I'm sorry I'm I'm sorry I'm a white guy I'm so sorry for being born the way I was like that's the saddest that's the most pathetic people Th- those are the most pathetic people I'm sorry I don't want to be mean but <laughs> you should never the, and they're also liars those people are just bold-faced liars cuz they're they're not sorry they're not sorry for who they are cuz cuz in their heart of hearts they're just trying to be woke they're trying to come off as social justice warriors who are woke that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get woke points i mean it's obviously you know <laughs> some people try to play that that little game yeah i don't play games <laughs> i'm over here i'm over here in my in my room in Northridge, I don't play those games. Seriously, though, I don't play. I don't play because I'm not a liar. I I don't consider myself fake. Like I I try to be, especially on this podcast, and uh, yeah, just I'm trying to be very authentic. I'm just trying to be real. And never, I I think that's a good lesson. Just oh, I don't know. Never apologize for who you are. I don't know. That's that's not denying. I'm not denying that some sort of privilege might exist. But I'm not going to go around talking about it all the time. And apologizing for it. (laughs) It's just, you don't, and also you don't need to, you don't need to even address race all the time. Why does, why does race matter? I thought. I thought race didn't matter to you, you know? <laughs> if race doesn't matter, then you don't need to go around apologizing for stuff or or pointing out who is what. It, it should just not matter, right? If it doesn't matter, then it shouldn't be a topic of conversation. But I guess, but then there's always like, there's always like inequality stuff and people who are fighting for all that good stuff but I'm not I'm I'm definitely not against I'm not against anything I'm I'm all I'm all for I'm for freedom of everything I'm for freedom of freedom of choice freedom of expression because I believe in America <laughs> pretty much that's that's what everything boils down to I'm a god dang red-blooded cold-hearted <laughs> No, not cold-hearted. 
cold-blooded, <laughs> big-hearted, big heart. Man, yeah, if, if, if you don't love, what is it? If you don't love it, leave it. That's what they say, right? If you don't love it, leave it, baby. USA, baby. Baby. <laughs> USA, baby. <laughs> That's how you gotta say it. You gotta say, USA, baby. Baby. Man, I just get pumped on, I don't know. <laughs> You don't need to point out, man, think about all the, I love when people try pointing out bad things about our country, but then if you do that with any other country, you'll come up with a way longer list of bad things. (laughs) Like there's, there's obviously going to be bad things in anything, but especially, especially in something that has, what? 350 million people. 350 million people. It's like you don't expect some some differing of opinions, some different voices in that whole, those hundreds of millions of people. But there's definitely going to be some negatives. But then, seriously, think, people always try pointing out, they always try coming up with bad things about, the USA, this has turned into a... Man, that's going to be the... Wait, it's going to be the Patriot cast. That's what's going to be. Patriot cast. I love that. That makes it sound like I'm going to talk about Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. But no, I'm talking about the original Patriots. Baby! The, those OPs. I'm talking about those OPs. Those original Patriots... Ah. <laughs> no, but people people always try. Let's end it on this. This is a great one to wrap up on. We'll say we're going to save the spark joy at work for next episode. The Marie Kondo slash Scott Scott Sun and Shine. Sun and Shine. No, but people always try coming up with bad stuff about the USA. Seriously. Think of one other country. Try coming up with one other country and then that doesn't have as good of a ratio of good to bad. Because it's always going to be a ratio of good to bad. It's never going to be all good or all bad. Like, (laughs) I mean, sorry. Sorry, Mexico. Sorry, (laughs) sorry, Mexico, but... Man, this, I sound like such a such a a make. I sound like a mega guy <laughs> over here. No, but Mexico, it's a great place to go to go on vacation. Mexico, it used to be a great place to go on a cruise back when people went on cruises. But then, but then there's all the illegal drug trade and the cartels and the you know all that stuff. All that stuff that Mexico is known for. That that people... <laughs> I'm just talking trash about Mexico. <laughs> no, but... So I'm just comparing. So like I'm, I'm trying to use Mexico as an example. I'm saying there's, there's, some, there's some good things about it. Like um, vacation. Like it's a place for Americans to go on vacation. 
But, oh, the food. Man, they have great food down there. Great food. Good me- music, I guess. Could maybe. Adam Carolla doesn't like the, he doesn't like the mariachi bands. But, oh, like a, like the tight-knit family, the family culture and the soccer, the football, the football culture. So that's all positives. Like, because Mexico has a great, has a great familial culture, family, and work ethic. It's it's built on, like, hardworking people. Like Mexico is just known for being hardworking. But then, so those are some positives. And then there's all the drug, the cartels, and the murder, and the corruption, the corrupt politics and corrupt police and uh, all that. So yeah, there's your, there's your ratio. There's your negative to positive, positive to negative ratio. So now, now let's do it for the USA. So USA, let's see, freedom, we have freedom. We have, um, like we have like law enforcement that's not corrupt. They're not totally corrupt. We're not, they're not corrupt at all. We have, so we have police that protect us. They're not, like in Mexico, they're always like, hus- they're um, getting bribes. It's all about the bribes. <laughs> we, I, I need to stop comparing the USA to Mexico. <laughs> all right. <laughs> it's not a, that's not a fair comparison. Um, but yeah, USA. So I'm, I'm just coming up with, so yeah, we have like freedom and then we have capitalism and the American dream and you can work your way up from the bottom and you can get education here, great education and all that stuff. Lots of freedom and lots of like individualism and everything. So there's your, yeah. And what's, what's some negatives about the U S see, I'm such a patriot. I'm a patriot. I'm just, I'm just a straight up patriot over here. I don't know. I'm not going to come up with any negatives about the USA. <laughs> That's how we're going to end. We're just going to end the podcast on that. See, I'm just going to leave it at the positive. What's a negative about the USA? I don't know. There aren't any negatives about the USA. How about that? <laughs> I mean, maybe there are. There's, I mean, I'm probably... No, seriously? Seriously. People try saying that... People try saying that the USA is racist... But try going to a soccer game in, what, Italy or anywhere in Europe. Go to a soccer game in Europe and be a black person. Be a black person at a soccer game in Europe. Either, if you're on the field, they throw bananas. This is real life. I'm not even joking. This isn't, this isn't even a joke. They throw bananas at at back at black players in Europe in sock on that happens that would never happen in the USA we wouldn't we would never let that happen in the US no no matter what and if someone did that if someone did that they would get there would be dozens of people beating them up there you you'd be pulling people off them because that's how that's how we roll because we're not, we're not racist as a country. Because we don't let, we don't tolerate that stuff. 
We, we won't let that stuff fly. In the USA, you're not going to... You, you can't throw a banana at a black person in the United States of America that, in public. That's what happens in Europe. So try, I'll leave it at that. Try those, everyone who thinks that we live in a racist country. That, no, I, we actually don't. You actually have, you have just as much opportunity. We have, we're, that's what America is all about. That's what our country is about is giving people equal opportunity. And I mean, sure, there's some people who come. It's more, it's more about economics. It's more of an economic disparity in the USA than race. Because we'll leave it on this. Let's say um, a rich, a rich white person is more similar to a rich black person than a rich white person is similar to a poor white person. <clears throat> it, that's what I'm saying. Is we're more, we're more tied together. We're, how we live is based on economics. So, it's all that's how it is. It's culture. Where you, where you live, what where you're raised, what family you're born into. It, it's not a country thing. It's, yeah. Just I, I keep bringing up Adam Carolla, but everything comes back to family. It's how you're raised. It's how your parents raised you. What values you're raised on. It's not a country issue. It's family. Family. All right. <laughs> That's a nice light. <laughs> what a great light subject to end it on. All right, guys. Have a great day. God bless the USA. Let's end up. God bless the USA, baby. <laughs> All right. Peace. Bye. Share the podcast. Tell, tell a friend. Bye.